Well, Relevant has a lot happening this year, and we don't want you to miss a thing. Make sure to sign up for our newsletter right there on the front page at relevantmagazine.com, and we'll send you our top five trending stories sent to your inbox every weekday. We'll also send you a weekly uh, podcast newsletter with the latest episodes, some uh, fan extras, and first peeks at the new shows that we're going to be rolling out throughout this year. Make sure to sign up. It's the best way to keep in touch with everything we got going on. This is The Relevant Podcast. It's Friday, February 4th, 2022, and this is The Relevant Podcast. Here in Orlando, I'm your host, Cameron Strang, and joining me from Loverland, Virginia, it's Jesse Carey. Hello, hello. From Austin, Texas, author, speaker, podcaster, Jamie Ivey. Hey, guys. And from Nashville, Tennessee, he's back. Artist, producer, mogul, friend, Derek Miner. Aloha. Dude, uh. I have the hardest time. This is the <laughs> second episode. I have the hardest time saying February, and I hate these weeks. Every, I just, I just, just go. Like it's a word in general you have a hard time saying? There's certain words, and yeah. longtime listeners know this. Brewery, brewery, like trips me up, and February trips me up. I don't know why. Who, who doesn't brewery trip up? I mean, that's a, that's a tough brewery. one. <laughs> rural juror. You the just rural. have to be confident when you say it. Is I know you, you just got to power through. February right, you can't 4th. be in the middle. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, February. every time, but, but I'm like looking at it, right when we start the show, I'm looking at the rundown, and that word is just like hanging out there like a big old matzo ball, and I'm just like, I know it's coming, and I <laughs> get in my head Gary, about it. <laughs> you should just do what I do in writing. If I can't spell a month. Or if I know I'm going to botch it towards the, you know, those worries, you know, in the winter months, I just abbreviate. It's Feb 14th. All you got is Feb or Jam. Okay. That's what I do in writing. And in an email, you're like, oh, this guy's just an efficient emailer because he's not, yeah. any, this guy doesn't even have time to write the entire month. The, the, the real case is I'm, I'm worried about botching the spelling at the end because they get a little <laughs> tricky with those UAs and R's. Let's just be honest. Okay. That's, That's a fact. That's a fact. fact. All right, we got we got some news, y'all. This is this Friday episode. Okay, so there's this is going to be a different type of an episode for two major reasons, listeners, and I'll tell you right now what they are. One, we're changing the relevant news segment. We're evolving it. Um, we, you know, what it has been is been you know us talking about substantive news item, you know, for 15, 20 minutes, whatever. And let's be honest, it's a Friday show. It's a light day of the week. You know, we're kind of thinking about the weekend and just kind of an odd fit for a Friday show. So we're evolving that segment uh, to be more buzzworthy kind of news, water cooler type topics, more representative of the stuff that we're actually publishing and covering every day. So Tyler's going to join us for that. We're rebranding it. I think we're calling it Relevant Buzz. And I say, I think in post-production, we will decide. But I think it's going to be called Relevant Buzz. And uh, and that's coming up. And so it's going to be clips and short and quick. And it's going to be really interesting. And more of the spectrum of what Relevant's covering every week. That'll be fun. Uh, we're also moving. If you notice the difference between our Tuesday and Friday shows, we have your feedback on the Friday show and we have usually a game or something on the Tuesday show. We're going to flip that. We're going to bring again, Friday's a party night, but let's have the game night on Fridays. So we're bringing the game to the Friday show. And on today's show, we actually have one of our listeners joining us because after last, the last game, which was finished the lyrics, the youth group jams, a lot of y'all were like, you need to have me on the show because I knew every one of those. Blah, da, 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 da. Wow. Well, some of okay. y'all are going to come on the show today and prove to us how good you are knowing your youth group jam. So that's coming up on the show today. And obviously you saw the headline. You saw the title of the show. You know who our guests are. Trip Lee and Lecrae are joining us. There's a lot of... They've been in the news this week. Reach Records has been in the news this week. It's been uh, uh, really a lot. Uh, there's a lot going on. And we're going to actually end the show today with that conversation. You don't want to miss it. It's an important conversation. We just didn't want to come out of that conversation and then go to some stupid game. So we're going to flip everything up this week. It's going to be the relevant buzz segment. We're going to do our game with one of you listeners. And then we're going to end it with Lecrae and Trip Lee. So it's an unusual episode. It's going to be an important episode and also, I think, a fun episode. So, uh, yeah, a lot going on. 
Well, I, you know, I know there's a lot of news happening around the world. I did want to bring one brief update to a story that I know uh, <laughs> podcast listeners You're jumping ahead of the relevant buzz segment. You're going to give us this a new breaking, breaking news. news. All right. This breaking is big. News. Um, we know our podcast has a big listenership, makes a lot of impact around the world. Um, and as you guys know, one of the big stories developing in the country right now is how the city of Virginia Beach has gotten snow for two straight weekends. And <laughs> our testing... That missed the news cycle down here in Florida, buddy. I'm sorry. Well, you know, we got our own cold weather coming here in Austin. Yeah, they've, yeah. they've been talking about it on like the Joe Rogan podcast a lot. I think oh, 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 um, oh, it's oh, been oh, causing oh, a lot of stir oh, from what Brene I understand. Br- Brene Brown was tweeting about it. Yeah, I know she's not happy been, about this. She's not yeah. happy about this at all. She put her podcast on pause until the snow in Virginia stopped. Yeah, <laughs> but so the city and I, I, I mentioned this a couple of weeks ago, and um, but uh, the city has been getting quite a bit of snow, and and the and the the highest point in our town, we're at sea level, where it's not a very hilly town, but we have right. an artificial mountain that was built on top of a landfill that's called Mount Trashmore, and it's the highest point in Virginia Beach, and I still it's don't right that's off. The real name, I, I know it is, but I still can't. I can't believe it's the real name. So it's and it's right off the interstate, like I-64 heading to the oceanfront, you know, one of those monster 10 lane super high. It's right there. Everybody knows Mount Trashmore. It's a perfect sledding location. Well, just because like 20 years ago, some guy ruptured his spleen on a boogie board (laughs) on a snowy day. We have been prohibited from even going near there. They've had they guard it. Okay, there are literally guards from the sheriff's department marching around Mount Trashmore to keep kids off on snow days. And I I went on a couple weeks ago on this podcast and said how how outrageous this is. And I'm planning on launching a campaign to be mayor of Virginia Beach on the sole platform (laughs) of I will make sledding on Mount Trashmore great again. Okay. And I wanted to give an update. Jesus and is my is... savior. Mount Trashmore is my sledding hill. There's, I see the bumper Ooh, stickers now. I see all the merch. Period. It's, yeah. you know, and the first thing I'll do is put a big cross up there, an American <laughs> flag and <laughs> just American and a sled and, and, a, and a yeah. red and a red sled for freedom. <laughs> A freedom sled <laughs> that it doesn't matter how many spleens are ruptured, you know, right. I will die on this hill, right? Uh, quite literally, because it's very dangerous to sled there, by the spleen, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's literally my campaign is I will die on this hill, and I'm talking about Matt Trashmore, <laughs> and my means of death will be a horrific sledding accident. But anyway, our local newspaper, and I sent you guys a link to this, but obviously, you've already seen it at this point because uh, it's all the buzz. Virginia Beach will now consider lifting sledding ban at Mount Trashmore Park. Head, that's the headline. The mm-hmm. actual mayor is getting involved. Uh, uh, Bobby Dyer, who ironically, Orlando's mayor's Buddy Dyer. Uh, yeah, you know, it was one Dyer, letter off, yeah. but we mm-hmm. got Bobby. We got, I don't know if they're related. Maybe. Are they related? Bobby and Buddy. Like, it's like the Bush dynasty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of, of mid-market of mayors. mayors. Yeah. <laughs> mid-market yeah. mayors. Yeah. <laughs> so the vice mayor got involved immediately because this came a, became a big issue at a city council meeting. And the vice mayor released a statement said it's something people really uh, are enjoying doing. It sounds like kind of mean that we won't let them do it. This is the vice mayor. Well, the mayor said, we want to be the city of yes. Maybe we can get people to sign liability waivers. No waivers. Just open the hill and let us sled. <laughs> this is being considered. But if you're listening to this podcast, uh, once again, Virginia Beach residents and city council, no waivers. Just open the hill. Let people have fun. Huge update. Huge update. I can only say it's the political activism on this podcast that even got this conversation going. So big time update. They listen. The update oh, they're is listening. that they're thinking about letting you go down that hill if you sign a piece of paper, that's the we update. We want to be the city of yes, Cameron. That is the update. <laughs> okay. The freedom sled will be erected the at the top sled. of at the top <laughs> of Mount Trashmore. Trashmore. Oh man, great! Break breaking news. Yeah. Breaking news. Okay. All right. I know, we lot, I know there's already a lot of heavy stuff we're talking about today, and I hate to bring another heavy story like this, but I just feel like people need to know the impact the show has. <laughs> Yeah. Th- thank you for that, Jesse. We yeah. really appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, I, can tell, I can tell everyone's enraptured. Hey, it's really and, hey while we're giving updates, I, by the way, thank you, Internet, for catching that on the Tuesday, last Tuesday's episode. I know that the dog whisperer is Caesar Milan. I know that 
Cesar Chavez is not the actual dog training expert. Is that what you said? I said Cesar Chavez on the show and the internet has not let me forget it. I mean, that's hilarious. Twitter (laughs) is not nice about it. They're making fun of me mercilessly over there that I think that Cesar Chavez is the uh, dog whisperer anyway. Well, and an update on the dog. I told you all about uh, shot collars. We Mm -hmm. have yet to put them on the dogs because we just can't make ourselves do it yet. It's inhumane. You shouldn't do it. Well, we're we're working towards it. All right. All right. Stay tuned. Up next, Tyler joins us for Relevant Buzz. Stars get a little bit crushed And words get tangled in the dark Can't hold up to the light I got a little bit lost But I swear we still got time Cause you'll always be my time You're listening to Coin. The song is Cutie. Well, today's show is brought to you by BetterHelp. Hey, it's 2022. It's been a rough go of it for a couple years for a lot of people. And uh, we need to talk about our mental health. Maybe try out some therapy. Um, Whether you're feeling under it, whether you're having relationship problems, whether you're struggling with anxiety or job stress, Therapy can help. And BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy. And you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Join the millions of people who are seeing what therapy is really about. See if it's for you. And right now, Relevant Podcast listeners can get 10% off their first month at BetterHelp.com slash Relevant. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash relevant. Okay, like I just mentioned, it is, uh, you know, you gotta, you know, your paint gets dingy. You got to repaint the house sometimes. You got to freshen things up. You know, that's what we're doing here. Uh, relevant news. We figured, you know, let's freshen it up for 2022. You know, why not? And so the one thing, although I've enjoyed our conversations around relevant news, um, I ne- I always felt like it didn't, represent what we actually are covering every day as well because we focused everything on one news item and one topic that was a little bit more you know substantive and i thought what if we did a little bit more of a potpourri what if we did a little bit more of representation of kind of the stuff that's buzzing on our site and on our socials and what people are talking about what's getting traction so that's what we're doing so introducing for the first time we'll see how it goes the all new relevant buzz Please welcome to the show, uh, Relevant Senior Editor, Tyler Huckabee. Hey, man. Hey, everybody. Uh, tell us what's happening this week. Okay. So the first, the first up, I, I love these stories. I love, I, love, I love good church news. We get a lot of bad church news. We do report on bad church news, but I do love good church Wait, news. Wait, good church news? Yeah, good. Yeah, we have good church news. Come, Usually when I think us. of the church, I don't think about the term good news. Is that a problem? <laughs> Whoa. Is that Whoa. a problem? <laughs> well, it's even it's more than that. It's it's not even it's not even as good church news. It's coming to us from from the Pacific Northwest, the godless regions of the country. Oh. You know, they you know famously famously no good news up there for the church ever. But I do lo- I love this story coming to us from Brookings, Oregon. So. Uh, so we wrote about this a few months back. You might remember uh, the city of Brookings uh, filed this new law that said churches can no longer feed the homeless in the city of Brookings. Residents were upset because the homeless were coming were coming to the church and it was getting it was getting dirty and they had said it was dangerous. So they said you can only do it now two days out of the week and you had to file like you know you had to go to the get a you know blessing from the mayor or something like that to even get that much to get that permission. And now a church there. Is is actually suing. Can anybody guess why? What what the lawsuit is? Because they're feeding them. Because this is they're America. Su- the church is suing the city. Just right the church or is suing the city. Yeah, Re- yeah. That's, Cameron's right. Because you they're shouldn't have to ask the mayor. The re- to- because they say this is a religious <laughs> freedom issue. Since Jesus commands Christians to feed the hungry, they're saying now that this is an infringement upon the free about the free exercise of religion. So they're taking this lawsuit to the city and potentially, you know, we'll see where it goes, but all the way to the top. But I do love when churches get to do. You know, we, we, sometimes I feel like the religious freedom thing gets thrown around a little willy nilly. Uh, yeah. This yep. one, this is a good way to use that exercise, that freedom of religion yeah. lawsuit, I think. Uh, and that would be really encouraging to see more churches start using it like that. You know what I mean? For sure. Right. 
You know who I'd like for you to interview, Tyler, is the the people who go to that church that said, you know what? I don't want us feeding these people anymore because they're messing up my church. And this is a hassle. I'll, I'll Good, yeah, I agree with Darren. I want to hear from Portland Mayor Brody Dyer, brother of Bobby and Buddy Brody, uh, about his take on this. Oh, these people. Anyway, yeah, that's that's good. So, so yeah, they're, cool. they're suing. Good for them. Yeah, yeah. Lawsuits coming. We'll, you know, we'll keep you an know eye on honestly, it. though, there's a lot of things in the Bible that if you know, like harems and. 83 concubines and things like that. that if we were just like, I can have concubines. It's my religious <laughs> rights. It's in the Bible. Uh, you, you know, you, so should, you should visit some uh, remote areas of Utah and see how that's working out. That argument, <laughs> see how that works out for them. Because uh, last I checked, um, legally tenuous ground that people are actually trying there. Yeah. <laughs> all right. What else is going on? Well, speaking of, this is another legal case, and you, I'm sure you all heard about this one over the last week. So the, re- you, uh, the relevant you, buzz segment is all going to be like legal news. It's all legal lies. Yeah, it's all <laughs> lies. No, this one's pop, this one's a little pop culture, but it involves a, a it involves a, there was sort of a little bit of a legal dispute here, um, mm. which I'm sure you saw. This is this is coming right here from me and Derek's state of Tennessee, where a where a school board here decided to ban Mouse, the 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 famed Pulitzer Prize winning graphic novel Mouse, from the school curriculum. It had been has anybody who here has read mouse who here has read a comic book mickey mouse (laughs) (laughs) it's i mean it it is a it is a comic book but it but but you saw this new you know what i'm talking about this right the mouse book yeah um by art spiegelman is a it's it's a very famous graphic novel and it it, it's worth noting here and it it is a it's a story about the holocaust but it's told the the nazis are are cats the jews are portrayed by mice and then other like i think the americans are all like dogs if i remember right like every different every different like race and class of person is depicted by a different animal which sounds kind of lighthearted, but again this is a book about the holocaust there's no way you can make the holocaust lighthearted. Yeah. It is not light. It is emphatically not lighthearted. And it's actually a true story about the Holocaust. It was based on mm-hmm. the writer's father's experiences as a Jew in Auschwitz. So obviously it is like all stories about the Holocaust. It is a lot to take in. And it was. it is in fact so much to take in that the school board decided kids can't read it. It's too much for the little ears to to read. They, they need their safe space and, and this doesn't deliver on. But as often happens with this, if you can get your book banned by a school board, that's that's ends up doing really well for your numbers. It was by three within mm. three days. It was the number one, two, and three. The first one and its two sequels on the Amazon overall book sales charts. It jumped oh up gosh. from just about number two thousand uh, on Amazon's charts the day before it actually got banned. And by the end, it was actually they're they're back ordered now. You can't even get the book until February. Uh, so a lot of people Jamie. are about to read what is in my mind a very very good book and a very important book too and i, and I hope that a lot of those people are are eighth graders because i think that's a great that's about the time i read it and uh, i would encourage it. people to seek that book out it's very good i think the crazy part about this whole story and them banning it i when i was like i'm trying to remember i was like yo why did they actually ban the book and they said they banned it over someone using the lord's name in vain or rough language and a nude drawing of a mouse. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Correct. Jamie, I've, the only mouse that wear clothes is Mickey Mouse. Yeah. Like all mice, if you see a mouse in the live, it's butt naked every time. And what are we going to do? Ban Donald Duck? Right. Well, Donald Duck is wear no pants. Well, and listen, and, and what, what, what people forget is when he comes out of the shower, he's wearing a a, a towel around his waist with no shirt. So you tell me what is provocative, which half of Donald Duck's body should be covered. <laughs> he's got a shirt on. He's got a That's shirt true. on with no pants. And there's several documented scenes of him walking around in a bath towel, getting ready in the morning. You yeah. tell me, school board, what a part of Donald Duck's body the top or bottom half it's gotta be one their logic is flawed it's what my point is I'm like you know good and well that's not the reason y'all banned that book yeah that's right yeah you know what I'm saying like I was just crazy Jamie I have a marketing strategy for your next release your next book release no kidding but naked mouse get banned (laughs) get get, uh, get banned nude mouse drawings yeah I'm working on a 
I'm working on a biography of Bobby, Buddy, and Brody Dyer called Dire Circumstances. And Dire Circumstances. Dire Circumstances. And it's, it's a three-part biography about these brothers. I don't even know if they're related. The book never gets to that. They just have similar sounding names and they're mayors. And one of them What's weird exist. is that Buddy and Dyer's only all the things only they, have to get, they have to get through their citizens with yeah. you know the sledding I, and... The church it's, being it's homeless. A, it's about 700 it's, pages. Um, it's scandalous and, because Buddy Dyer is, he only wears a shirt and no pants in the entire yeah, book. It's, yeah, it's, I, exactly. Yeah. It's, we go in a lot of strange territory. It's self-published. Yeah. So I encourage every school board to ban this thing. And, uh, you know, right away, right away. Listen, and, Tyler, when you start talking about this, I've never yeah. read this book. So I went online because yeah. I'm like, I'm going to buy it because if it's banned, I want it. See? And I found it at christianbook.com, but it well, doesn't even ship until March 3rd. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's wow. Too, it's too, yeah. Too, it's too far out. Good. Yeah. There you go. yeah get your name Good. in now. You're not going to be able to get it for, for a while. Yeah. I got a storage unit full of dire circumstances <laughs> if uh, you need a backup <laughs> because straight, fire sale. Fire we straight, sale. We All right. What else, Tyler? <laughs> um, well, speaking of, this, this, this is not my own, this is not the only news this week that involves a, 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 car, a, a cartoon looking character uh, get landing themselves in hot water. I'm sure you all remember this happened a couple of weeks ago. Our man Elmo on Sesame Street found himself in the crosshairs because of his situation with Rocco. Did we all see that? Do I need to give anybody? I don't need to give anybody the update on this, right? It was everywhere. Nah, it, was, it, was a, it was a very nah, big, we know very big story. Up. It's crazy. Elmo has been silent on this. I, in my mind, kind of suspiciously silent on this for quite a while. Oh my and, gosh. And uh, he finally went to the press to deliver a statement about his legendary feud with Rocco. And I want you to really listen to this. Um, we won't play the entire interview. We don't have time for that. But he he comes in, you know, cool under pressure. He's, he's ready to deliver. He's obviously had some media training. He's a big figure. But things really go off the rails. And you can you can you can find the exact moment when when Elmo gets pushed too far again and he's just not ready. He's not ready to back down yet. Listen and see if you can tell me what pushes him over the edge. I'm just going to say this. You know, um, Elmo loves Zoe. Yeah. Zoe's a wonderful friend to Elmo. We have our differences. Like, Zoe believes that Rocco is real. And Elmo knows that Rocco is a rock. And that's okay. We have different opinions about things. We've had a discussion. We're cool. Elmo did not apologize to Rocco because Rocco is not real. Because he's a rock. But Elmo, Rocco has feelings. Don't you think you should apologize to Rocco? So this is this is the sticking point, Francesca. He does not have feelings because he is a rock. Elmo doesn't have feelings when he loses his temper. So Elmo's going to calm down. And Elmo's just going to say that it's a difference of opinion. You okay. See? So <laughs> <laughs> oh, he can't stay on right. message. He can't stay right. on message. <laughs> All right. He can't stay on brand yet. He's too. And, and I and I and I I I do feel a, a little weird about all the gaslighting that went on in that show of people trying to like convince Elmo that he needs to be nice to everybody else. I don't think he. I think Elmo's in the right, and people in Sesame Street are just afraid to say it. I agree. Mm. Mm. I agree. Yeah. I stand with. You gotta Elmo fight for your right. What else um, is going on? <laughs> we have a this would be cool. Uh Bradley Cooper was in the news this week. I love Bradley Cooper. I we we've we we found out uh, on the all staff camera this week a little bit about the Bradley Cooper hair situation, which this I didn't crazy. know was like a subject of big uh, of a lot of conversation until you sort of you just like Googled Bradley Cooper hair. Well, is that well, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, know, you were talking about the item you're about to bring in our in our yeah. you know Slack chat for the staff, and you know. I just Googled Bradley Cooper and he had, uh, you know, just there was a bunch of pictures that popped up and I just happened to notice this one picture of him in a, in a film where he had this mullety type bowl cut, like funny hairstyles from the seventies or something for a character. Right. And I just posted this picture in the chat and I just said, let the beauty of Bradley Cooper's hairstyle in this photo <laughs> wash over you this afternoon. And, and then it got me going to find other Bradley Cooper hair. And this is insane. Like I started, apparently it's a thing. Like there were articles on GQ and stuff about all the crazy hairstyles Bradley Cooper has had over the years. Like from, okay. you know, the long hair and uh, stars born and, you know, just like, it's so funny. Like apparently Bradley Cooper's hair is a thing. I didn't know it. We just stumbled into it in the staff chat because of this item that he's about to tell us. Which has nothing to do with his hair, by the way. I like his hair. Which has Oh, his hair! His hair. You need to you need to go look at the last twenty years of his hair because when you because say I like change? his hair, oh. it is 
radically different. Okay. I, it's crazy. The man has had he, quite the hair journey. Mm. He, he's a good actor. I like him as an actor. He has so far mm-hmm. directed one movie, and his first time at bat as a director was uh, was nominated for an Academy Award for A Star Is Born. So the question is, what what's he going to do? You know, what's next for him? What, what's next on the filmmaking docket? Yeah. And he says what he's interested in is writing and directing an adaptation of John Milton's Paradise Lost. Did mm-hmm. anybody read or have to read Paradise Lost as part of their? This would this probably I think those I don't are think two different questions high you just said, Tyler. Like if you read it or you had to. So I'm gonna. I'm going to go ahead with the hat yeah. too, I think was a yes and the Reddit was a no. <laughs> that, were, were you a bad student, Jamie? I was were a you bad not, student in high school, side yeah. reading? I didn't read anything. And now she I love reading. She wasn't a Christian. Yeah. She's a bad student. <laughs> Probably smoking under the bleachers. Well, you missed out on, but you you would know all the spoilers. To, well, you probably do already know all the spoilers to Paradise Lost because it is based on the story of Genesis, the creation of Adam and Eve and the world and the fall of Satan from heaven. And it's kind of the first, it's one of the first, like, it's has to be one of the first examples of an anti-hero, like casting Satan as kind of a tragic figure instead of a total villain. And he went, and it's a very, it's like kind of the story of the entire cosmic creation fall and redemption of humanity which is a tall order for a movie but bradley cooper said he at one point one of the one of his very first auditions was to be part of a production of that that ended up falling through so he's always had kind of a chip on his shoulder about it and now he wants to write and direct it himself so i don't think it's been officially greenlit greenlit yet but he is interested in it and i would be very interested in seeing how somebody tackles that and if you read paradise lost call jamie we we posted this on instagram and i noticed in the comments a film producer commented and said yeah the reason why that film has not been made is that it would cost 400 million dollars to make it this is never gonna happen (laughs) you know i think i think oh honey oh honey you know like visually to tell this story of satan's fall and all this stuff you know gotta get disney to buy it start the (laughs) paradise lost verse yeah just film in a warehouse in atlanta and green screen it it'll be fine he'll figure it out (laughs) (laughs) i think it'll come out before the dire circumstances uh adaptation although bradley cooper could also handle that he's it's it's hard to do a biopic with three different men named uh dire and uh especially (laughs) paradise lost costs 400 million trust me dire circumstances there's some scenes in there we're we're talking five six hundred million easily plus plus i mean the the, it'll be limited because it's gonna be a hard r because of buddy dyer's shirt no pants policy the hardest i I will say the hardest of ours and and it's not easy to film the last third of the book takes place in space so um (laughs) you know I, i do need the budget no expense can be spared. <laughs> All right. Well, look at that. There's the debut of Rolling Buzz. Tell us what you think. Do you like this little shorter variety type approach or do you want us to do longer conversations? I'm interested in y'all's feedback. Uh, thanks, Tyler. Hey, um, to for more content like this, to stay up on everything that's happening and all the stuff that's buzzing each week, follow Relevant on all the socials and make sure relevantmagazine.com is part of your daily web browsing. Thanks, man. Thanks, everybody. See you, man. All right. Stay tuned. Up next... It's finished the lyric, and we are joined by one of you guys. With the red on your favorite flag is Listening to Youth Sector. The song is Is Blood. Well, today's show is also brought to you by UHSM. Healthcare costs have been growing year after year and can lead to a lot of confusion. Thankfully, UHSM offers great and affordable health for everyone. Unite Health Share Ministries, or UHSM, is a Christian health sharing ministry that puts your health above anything else. Health sharing is not insurance. The programs at UHSM are member-based fellowships where faithful people can take charge of their own health care. UHSM offers different programs to meet any and all of your needs, from telehealth options to plans that cover the unexpected moments in life. UHSM has something for everyone. For more info, head to UHSM.org or contact a representative at 800-900-8476. Again, that's UHSM.org or talk to someone at 800-900-8476. 
Well, if you listen to the Tuesday show, you heard our game uh, finish the lyric. It was youth group anthems and, you know, we played them and then cut it off. And then, you know, the challenge was to finish the lyric. Um, you know, we didn't do that well. The cast didn't do that well. And some of you on social media were kind of cocky and said, I knew every word. And I said, prove it. And so here joining us to play part two of Finish the Lyric is uh, Bethany Olson. Hey, hey, Bethany. Hey, nice to meet you. Great to be All here. Right, before we jump into the game, let's get to know you. You've been a longtime listener. We've, we've interacted on mm-hmm. social media quite a bit. Uh, yep. where, where are you? Where are you calling us from? Uh, Staten Island, home Staten of Staten Island I- Chuck and Pete Davidson. Hey. Wow. Hey. Yes. Hey. Yeah. And, and hold up. I need to make this clear real quick. This is a yeah. sidebar. Yeah. I don't know why Pete Davidson gets so much crap because he actually <laughs> seemed like a pretty cool dude. Like he just seems like a stoner, and stoners <laughs> are usually pretty cool. So, are, are, are the right guys along. in Staten Island more like Pete Davidson, or are they more like Colin Jost, or are they more, like, more like Jersey the like Jersey Shore? Yeah, the I kind of feel more. Yeah, I feel more uh, Vinny in the situation. I think. Okay. <laughs> Stop playing for real. I'm sorry. It's I gotta come to Staten Island. <laughs> <laughs> this is hilarious. I, 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 I stayed at a friend's house in Staten Island one time, and I thought it was a delightful community. And the ferry, we took it right over to oh, okay. like Battery Park or whatever. It's yep. hey, it's awesome. Does Pete Davidson have a good rep in town? Do people like him? Um, it's pretty split. Some people think he's cool. I've met some people who are not fans. Dang. I, I have no, no opinion. I think he's funny. Yeah. Are you yeah. like born and raised there? Yeah. Yep. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. Nice. You, don't, you don't have the accent I would have assumed. Well, thank you. I try not to. <laughs> now, Bethany, you you have very cool headphones with uh, with one of those mic things. Are yeah. you are you, are you a gamer? Are you a gamer? Yeah, exactly. You know, I had to record a podcast, and these were um, the ones I could get here fastest. And I think okay. they're like Xbox headphones or something. So uh-huh. usually, my son uses them. I follow you on <laughs> Twitch. Yeah, a lot yeah. of great gaming content. Yeah. 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 Uh, All right, so we're going to jump into the game. It is time for... Finish the lyric. Very early 2000s youth group vibes. Who is Clark? Is that you? Yeah, that's that's Clark. That was me. That was me. Clark Clark spent uh, four and a half weeks solid. Uh, He blacked out the calendar on that. Um, The writing the lyrics for that one actually was the first two weeks. And then then it was the recording. Okay, finish the lyric. So, you know, you heard Tuesday show. It's just youth group anthems, a, a variety of genres, a variety of decades. But it's it's stuff that we all know. And so, uh, you know, we'll play the clip. You finish the lyric. You get a point if you get it right. And we'll see how good Bethany Olsen does because she said she knew every one of them. So you're all going. Don't root for her. You're competing I against her, Derek. Oh, I'm going to lose this game. So I'm, <laughs> I'm uh, rooting for Bethany. Oh, Matter okay. of fact, we just, Thank you just for being take on my all side. my points I can just give them to her. Because uh, no, I don't hey, any. You never know. So, hey, you never there's know. a couple on here, Derek. <laughs> I know you'll know. There's a couple. I'm looking at them. There's a couple on here. And my, a, unless it's. All right. Okay. I'll try. All you know right. what I'm going to try to do? See. I'm going to try and veer them towards. Give you y'all fighting chance. I'm trying to. I'll give you a fighting chance. All right, here uh, we go. probably gonna brick them. <laughs> Jesse, we're gonna know. start with Cameron, you. Just FYI, I didn't start following Jesus till 2001. So you know, kind of, kind of do the math with with songs. Oh, be nice. What happened? Why was? Why were you so late to the party? What were you doing before wow. 2001? <laughs> I was in church, but also at the party. We, we didn't have a youth group. I mean, we did, I didn't go to but, youth group. You know, yeah, we didn't. Really, we didn't really do that like that. I mean, we. Yeah. But anyway. then I married a youth pastor. So I made up uh, for all so you of the lost full time. Immersion. Yeah. Uh, immersed. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. You didn't sprinkle. You did the dunk. I mean, you went, you went yep. all in. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Here we go. Good to know. Jesse, you're up first. I'll okay. tell you, it's Five Iron Frenzy. The song is Every New Day. Finish the lyric. Here we go. Jesus. Jesus. Jesus is offended. that it's scott I, dude the, the sad thing is i recognize the song and uh-huh. i know the lyrics Oscar Isaac? probably shared a stage together cornerstone or something um okay. but fly higher um 
is my only clue because I know the song, but I'm, I'm trying to fly higher. Um, the song is called Every New Day, if that helps you at all. Fly higher. The. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Sorry. The answer is Every New Day Again. That's the lyric. Mm. Every New Day Again. I've never all right, heard Bethany, that song we're going to you, life. and I am giving you a layup. It's Lifehouse, Hanging by a Moment. Oh, Here's come the, on. Finish this lyric. <laughs> I knew it was going to be Lifehouse. <laughs> finish this lyric. <laughs> okay. Me move. Keep going. Hanging by a moment here. Hanging by a moment here with you. you. That's it. Oh, absolutely. Wow. Derek, did you know that one? No. So far. <laughs> that was on TV and everything, so far, though. She's, it was like she's, on like Dodge Ram commercials for a good run, I think. You know? <laughs> you know, I, I knew the melody, but I like yeah. yeah. All right, Derek, you're up. Here we go. It's POD, Southtown. Finish the lyric. In the name of Jesus, Amen. <laughs> Thank God that I made it alive. That's lyric. That's that's All right, there you go. All right, Jamie, you're up. Here we go. So far, Bethany's killing it. Uh, so uh, here we go, Jamie. You're up. Michael W. Smith, Secret Ambition. Finish the lyric. It was to give his life away. Yes. Wow. <laughs> yeah, hey, but, but Jamie, you got to do nice. it. In fairness, you got to do it in the Michael W. Smith voice. So like, my place in go this eat a bu- world. Go eat a bunch of saltines and come back and tell us that. <laughs> okay, I get it. Um, all right. Uh, okay, Jesse, you're up. The song, it's uh, Derek Webb. She must okay. and shall go free. Finish the lyric. We believe in She must go free. She must and shall go free. It's the name of the song. Yeah, I, I'll give you. I'll give you that one. Yeah, you sweet song. Song. Good for you. I, I, I think I interviewed Derek Webb at the release of that album and, and, and listened to it. But it's been quite a bit of time. But uh, yeah, I, I think I knew it was close. I, I appreciate. All the right, game. Bethany, you are up. All I'll right. give you. What era were you in youth group? Um, I was like late nineties, early aughts. I was born in eighty six. Okay. What kind of music were you were you into? What was your scene back like, then? Like, like, were you tooth and nail, or were you more like you know, uh, wanted you? to be pop? Yeah. Um, I think I was probably more pop. I liked a lot of third uh, third day was a big one for me. Like all their all worship right. albums. Yeah, yeah sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, I don't have any third day, but <laughs> uh, friend of the pod, Mac Bell. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, here we go. We're gonna do this one. Uh, Amy Grant, good for me. Finish the lyric. Oh gosh, I've never heard that song before. You could be so good for me. Dude, <laughs> both weeks we played an Amy Grant. Everybody's I'm like, head's Dude, these were bangers, man. That was banging. I mean, after Baby Baby, I wasn't allowed to listen. I feel like oh, uh, scandalous. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we can have hearts set in motion here. Okay, we know what that leads to. <laughs> <laughs> Elevated heart rates. We know where that leads to. That's yeah. right. So what happened? Oh, uh, when, oh, that's right. Early, she went mainstream, right? Yeah, yeah, in the early '90s, she released "Baby, Baby" about her actual baby uh, that she had with her husband, and, uh, and it was too secular. Scandalous, <laughs> yeah. Scandalous. I know we're addressing some Christian music scandals in this th- these couple weeks on the pod. Uh-huh. I just want to harken back to an earlier time when the most scandalous thing was a baby putting a mother's heart in motion. Like that was whoa, <laughs> whoa. What, it's what not about, about Jesus. It's too secular. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't know scandal. about. Christian music wow. should be elevating heart rates at all. Yeah. All right. Uh, Derek, Chance the Rapper, Blessings. Finish the lyric. And gave Donnie a trump in case I get shortness of breath. I'm gone. Praise him. Praise him till I'm gone. Don't be mad. I'm gone. Praise him. Praise him 
The blessings come down. Done. Got it. There you go. I told you I'd give you a layup. There you go. <laughs> 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 what? <laughs> All right. Uh, Jamie, here we go. Kirk Franklin, lean on me. Finish the lyric. Oh, yeah. This, I would have got this one. I'll be there. I'm your friend when you fall. Here's my shoulder. You can call. <laughs> I've never heard that song in so my life. You can, you can lean on me. You can lean oh. on me. Here's my shoulder. Oh. You that's, can lean on me. And that's like the name of the song you just said. That's, yeah, I know. That's a couple Kirk. of these. Were, I know, the, I was like, the name of the song is a clue here. Yeah. Yeah. It's called Hey, y'all. I, what do we do? Is this a four-way tie? Everybody get we one. Have it's, one? It's, everyone's got one. Got one I think everyone's got one. All right, yeah. here's the tiebreaker. Whoever can finish it first wins the game. Last song. Here we go. Ready? <laughs> Copeland, pin your wings. Oh, Uh-oh. this is my down. wheelhouse right here. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah. Or just, oh, da, da, man, da. I'm, I'm, <laughs> Bethany, Clark, Clark, I, yeah, I'm, just take I'm a so chance sorry. on love. <laughs> yeah, That's I remember it. seeing Aaron Marsh perform this. No, or you can just take a chance somehow. Pin oh, your somehow. Wings I thought it was chance on love. Oh, okay. Somehow, yeah. Okay. Bethany, you only got I one. Brought shame. I'm sorry. You brought shame to my one, family you today. You got one. Yeah. No, you did great. You did no, great. there's no shame here, Bethany. You did great. Thank you. I, Thank you, Bethany. I, personally, I did think it was pretty shameful. But um, <laughs> well, hey, off air, Bethany said, "Hey, I'm the one who said y'all need to freshen up the slices." Jingle. No, I threatened you for for saying you were going to change it. Oh, that's oh, right. That it. was you. Yeah. You're like, no, my no, no, kids this sit is... in the car and go slices. So, like, it's important you to me. You don't. You don't like them hearing a head being lopped off. <laughs> Graphic with the most graphic audio imaginable. Um, nightmare City. There's no. literally yeah. gurgles. In it. Yeah. I'm scared. I'm, scared. I'm scared. Yeah, that was bad. Well, thanks for joining us, Bethany, for part Thank two. You. Or finish the lyric. You d- you did great representing the listeners. I'll avenge myself someday. I promise. Someday. You did great. All right. Thank you. That'll do it for finished lyric. Stay tuned up next. Triple E and Lecrae join us for a very important conversation. You lost me. You're listening to King Princess featuring Fouché. The song is Little Brother. Well, our guest today, rounding out an unusual order for the show, we wanted to end the show with this conversation. Um, What you're about to hear is actually unedited. We don't, it's an important and delicate topic. And we didn't want uh, anybody to think that maybe we cut some things out or left some stuff out of this conversation. So we're just going to run the full thing. Uh, we talked to artists Trip Lee and Lecrae. You know them. They're some of the biggest Christian hip-hop artists out there. And uh, they're about to head out on the new Big Unashamed tour for Reach Records. Well, they sat down with uh, Tyler to discuss the news around uh, their artist Gavi uh, getting dropped from the label. Uh, they wanted to speak more on what's been happening behind the scenes and what will happen moving forward. Here is Tyler Huckabee's conversation with Tripoli and Lecrae. So like Cameron said uh, earlier this week, Reach Records announced that it will no longer be working with Gavi, the producer and recording artist, saying in a statement that he has displayed, quote, behavior that is inconsistent with our core values. So this news follows allegations that Gavi texted unsolicited explicit photos to numerous women while he was still married. And this all started actually when Gavi announced on a since deleted Instagram post that he and his wife 
wife had ended their marriage back in 2020. Rapzilla captured screenshots in which Gavi says the decision was made with, quote, no scandal to gossip about. Now, not long after that, a visual artist and designer named Catafont took to social media herself. Catafont has worked with Gavi on the design for his debut album, and she accused him of sending unasked for explicit photos to multiple women while he was still married following her post. Other allegations were cataloged by fans on a subreddit. I spoke with Catafont and she told me that she had heard stories of Gavi's behavior over the last few years and says she also believed that many of Gavi's friends had tried to confront him, but were largely in the dark about the full extent of his behavior. You'll be able to read more of our conversation over at relevantmagazine.com. So Lecrae and Tripoli told me in the, our conversation about their decision, some of the fallout and their feelings about it. Here's the full unedited conversation, which you can also read at relevantmagazine.com. Well, I do, I do appreciate you guys being willing to open up about this. Um, uh, obviously, it's, a, it's extraordinarily difficult for, uh, I know you guys and so many other people who are caught in this. Um, and I wonder if you could start just by telling me a little bit about the, the past few days and, uh, and how you've reacted as some of this news about Gabi has started coming out on socials with, with people talking about their experiences with him. Yeah, it's been, uh, it's definitely been a challenging couple of days, man. It's been, uh, you know, roller coaster of emotions and, um, you know, it's a lot to process. You got to process everything. You got to make decisions in the midst of it all. So it's, yeah like, likewise it's, it's been tough um you know part because um what is uh an interesting story to other people or something that's sad kind of from a distance it is very close to us with people that we love um with relationships that we love a lot so it, yeah, it really has been a heartbreaking situation um when you guys first uh heard some of the well let me start with this the the statement you released uh said this is something that folks at reach have been deal have been processing and thinking about for about a year uh what has that last year looked like for you guys and what changed in the last few days um yeah i mean obviously i've, I've known Gavi since he was a, a teenager so when he brings us information about him getting a divorce, um, that's something that we needed to process, that we needed to just kind of figure out, well, wait, what's going on? How can we walk with you through this? And and then just him struggling in his marriage and him um, just not in a, in a healthy space. Um, that's what we knew about was, you know, his own personal and spiritual, emotional health and his own marriage. Um you know, being uh, struggling. And that was all we knew. And so we were just trying to get him to just be transparent with us as far as what was going on. Um, And so that was us trying to walk through. Basically, it was like a lot of character deficiencies that we had just seen over the last year. So for us, it was like, man, what's going on? How do we process this? Um, But of course, you know, when... um, when everything else popped up, it, it was kind of like, I mean, he was already kind of, we had already stopped putting out his music and stopped doing stuff because we were just trying to process the character deficiencies. But this was like the, mm-hmm. the hammer that, you know, mm-hmm. that yeah. drove the nail. In. Um, when something like this happens, obviously that's a, there's a big shakeup in a, in a, the community just between you all as, as friends, as collaborators, as people who have been together for a long time. Um, is this something that you see as, as a, how, how do you plan on you're in the middle of a tour right now that he's been on? Does, what is addressing that look like in the middle of being, you know, on the road and trying to minister to people that you're, that you'll be seeing over the coming weeks and days? Well, yeah, I mean, it's definitely not um, it's definitely not the kind of spirit and mood we thought we were about to go into the to the tour with. Obviously, it's a little deflating. And um, and, you know, as we, you know, we've been doing one with six for a long time. And, you know, me, Crane, Tadashi, we had just been talking about it. You know, it's been a long time we've been doing this together. Um, And I'm. I guess part of my my heart is that, you know, we're going out, it's an unashamed tour, we're unashamed of the gospel. And I, w- I would just hate for this to, for people make it seem like this invalidates 
that whole message um, of being unashamed of the gospel. When really it's like this, this doesn't like, this is what the gospel is for. This is why we need the gospel because we are a mess. Like we, we are, we are sinners and we're a mess. And it's not that this situation validates that gospel. This is what the gospel speaks to. So all the more reason for us to get together and just soak in that gospel. We are sinners in desperate need of Jesus. We need him at every moment. We'll mess without him. Um, and it's a good reminder to us of, um, yeah, the importance of staying close to him and staying close to that gospel. There's no reason for us to to hide the fact that we're sinners or hide sin when Jesus has said, bring it to me, I'll take care of it. Um, so, yeah, so, so you know, I'm hoping that it is a, I hope it sends us into that celebration of it in, in an even more deep way. Yeah, I concur. I think it's all the more reason why we need to be together. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it just draws us closer together. It shows us why we need the Lord and why we need each other. And, you know, we, we, this, this gospel we're talking about is the one that we, cause like, uh, like the, the statement that the label put out said, like, we're not, yeah, it's, not, it's like we are throwing G- Gavi away or something, yeah. you know, this gospel we're talking about is the gospel that we want to celebrate, that we want to see it work in his life, that we want to see work restoration in his life and the life of his family and the life of the people that he was interacting with. We, we, this is what we want to see at work. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think that, and obviously some of these details are, are very personal, so I don't, I don't want you to reveal anything that you don't feel like is safe to reveal here, but we, we've seen from the statement how you guys and Reach are dealing with your professional relationship with Gavi on a personal level. What do you think restoration looks like? How, how do you plan on trying to help, uh, help your friend? I mean, restoration is only as powerful as you're transparent and humble to to allow it to have its effect on you to allow the lord to to work on you and transform you in repentance and in humility and so um you know obviously my prayer is always for people to um seek the lord in humility um and and allow him to do the do the um do the work in us you know i mean we're all equally far from God, you know, it's not anything that we can do to, to make us right with God is, is what he does. And so I think in a situation like this, man, all I can, and can ask for is a humble heart and a desire to submit to, to what God would do in him. You know, and it's, it's like, I've, I've worked in prison systems where people have taken the lives of their own family members, you know what I mean? But but God saw fit to work in their hearts and transform them. And now they are, you know, doing amazing things in the lives of other people. And to me, that's a picture of restoration where God can use. I mean, that's what that's all he does. He uses broken people to to paint a picture of his goodness and his grace. So that's all I can hope for. Something that I saw a lot of while I was looking over some of the, the tweets and Instagram, people talking about this yesterday. Um, was how the, the reputation that that you guys have that Reach has for being a very safe place for people who come to your shows, who listen to your music, particularly for women, and we know that you know that music isn't always a safe space for women. Um, this throws sort of a wrench in that, and I think you can understand why some people might feel a little wary, um, maybe in some cases sort of betrayed. What is your message to those fans and and how do you plan on trying to restore that level of trust with the people who love your music? Yeah, um, I saw a comment to that um, same effect. Yeah. And that was a really heartbreaking one for me to read because we uh, like, again, we want to be a light in the world. We don't not on some like we're the only ones who have any integrity anywhere. Not like sure. we, we're these perfect people, but we want to represent the Lord and we want to be striving for that. And so we don't want all the issues that are everywhere else to be present um, with us too. I Just my hope would be that more than, more than, it, you know, even in some of the other spaces in music that we would be really clear to our fans. You know, the one with this movement is not just like a bunch of dudes. Like we have a lot of female fans who've been rocking with us for a really long time, who've been amazing sure. supporters of us. Um, and we want them to know like this is th- these are not issues that we take lightly. You know, we, this this is not um, 
uh, caring for women, protecting women. These are not issues that we take lightly. And it's been the source of, uh, for me personally, um, even more grief than anything else is um, the effect that our act, that, that our actions can have on women involved in situations. Um, mm-hmm. So we just want you to know protection of women, caring for women is of the most importance to us. It's part of why we respond to this with such urgency. It's part of why we respond to this with such seriousness because it does matter very much to us. And we want our spaces to be safe space for women where they feel valued, where they feel worthy. And that's certainly how we feel. That's certainly how we seek to operate and, and our prayers that we can, as we move forward, um, represent and operate in a way that makes that super clear for people. As you look back over the last couple of years or a year, I suppose that you've been you've been working with Gavi, and you were you knew about some of the struggles that he was going through in his marriage and his personal life. Um, were there? Do you do you feel hindsight's always twenty twenty? So it's not. I don't want you to not asking you to beat yourselves up over it. But were there are there things you wish you had done differently? Are there ways you would thinking now and knowing what you know now that you maybe wished you had you had uh, pushed harder or done something else that didn't happen? I mean, you can only do as much as a person is transparent with you. So, in as much as mm-hmm. we knew we we operated in, you know, when he exclaimed us his marriage was struggling. You know, we stepped in and, um, you know, some of, obviously we're not all like some of us are closer than others, but those who he was closest to um, really did um, try to dig in. And so it wasn't as if there was more that could have been done in terms of like from our insight, it was just, we, we operated with what he, what he revealed and what was given to us. And so, you know, I mean, I think we could, we're concerned about, I think, you know, the marriage was the biggest thing for us, you know, because that's what we understood and what we knew about. So for us, it was like, man, let's make sure, you know, because his career affects more than just him. It affects his his kids and, and his, you know, the, 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 the wife he was, you know, wanting to divorce. And so, you know, we were thinking about what that means for them. Um, but in terms of all of this, like, this is just, we had no idea. You know, and I'll just say, like, um, personally, just as a f- friend and brother, like, um, and as a pastor, there's always in me, like the thoughts of, I could have done more. I wish I would have reached out more. I wish I, and you know, one of the takeaways for me is, um, to, um, yeah, to keep checking in on my brothers as much as I can to a- keep asking hard questions of my brothers and sisters as much as I can. Um, cause we really, we need each other, you know, uh-huh. um, we, we need each other. Uh, and so, you, again, we can only do as much as we can do. Um, but uh, I, I definitely want to do as much as I can because I need people checking in on me as much as possible. Um, and, and I want to do the same. Something that I think a lot of, I, I can't speak for everybody, but at least I, I think feel like men are not always very good at that. Like there's like, like checking in on people when, if you've got a concern, if you've got a, if you're if some, if there's a little red flag, no matter how small pushing on that, it's something that I've been really convicted about a lot lately when I was, when I've seen those opportunities. So thanks for saying that trip. I appreciate it. And I think, and I think it's important for men to not always assume the best of each other, uh-huh. you know, yeah, sure. um, sure. Because when we just assume the best and we don't ask each other hard questions, then stuff that's inappropriate can happen in the dark where one of the ways that we can protect each other and we can protect our sisters is by not just always assuming the best, but to ask the hard questions and to hold each other accountable, you know. A kind of on that note, and I'm sure you've seen some of this too, or, or thought about it yourselves, there are going to be people who accuse you of sort of throwing this guy away, you know. Made a mistake. Now he's now he's he's out of the picture. Uh, how do you address people who say, "Why you know this guy made a mistake? Uh, why are you just throwing him out like this?" I mean, you know, if you read our statement, it says his professional our professional relationship is in. You know what I'm saying? And that huh. you know, there, there's no promise that you're going to have a music career and be signed to a label anywhere in the scriptures. You know what I'm saying? That's not his ultimate desires. Sure ultimate desire is that we walk in the context of community, you know, as, as, you know, believers in, in, in Christ as a body. Um, and so the biggest thing is like, man, you know, there's always access to God, regardless of how far we, we, we go off the rails. And if anybody is willing to, you know, confess and forsake 
you know, their transgressions, there's, there should be access to the church as well, to the body of believers. Um, and so it, it doesn't necessarily mean, you know, it's like, man, look, if you were stealing money from me, that doesn't mean I'm going to hire you as my accountant again, but it doesn't mean that we can't be friends again. You know what I'm saying? doesn't mean we can't be in, in relationship. And that's really, you know, what's most important. You know what I'm saying? I value Trip as a brother. I love him as an artist. and He's dope at music. But I much rather have him as a brother, you know what I'm saying, and as a friend than as a label mate. You know what I mean? So Yeah, and you know, I was gonna say, you know, as we when we started one one six and as we've been doing stuff together and all the artists who've come on, like there's a way that we've agreed that we're gonna try to move. There's a way that we've agreed we're gonna try to represent each other, represent our community, represent our God together. And so we're holding each other to that standard, and that's part of what our partnerships professionally are, are built on as brothers. Um and so, um, so like Craig's saying, like we're talking about the professional relationship. I, you know, we, it's not the end of our friendship with him and it's not the end of, uh, yeah, trying, trying to walk with him and just, I just want my brother to be in a happy, healthy, whole, faithful place. I want his family to be in a happy, whole place. I want all the people that all of us interact with to be, um, I want us to be a blessing to them. And so I, um, I want to do whatever I can to help things move in, in that direction. We're still learning, uh, at least on my end, uh, about just how many women we're talking about here who received these messages from Gavi. Um, what, what is your message to the people who feel victimized by him, who are, who are directly involved in, uh, in being hurt by him? You know, I think Tripp said it best. You know, our desire is to walk in step with you know, the Lord to walk in step with, with Christ and, and Jesus cared about women. Jesus cared about people on the margins and people who were taken advantage of and people who were victims. You know, you see him, you know, intercepting a woman about to be stoned and, um, and he, and he just paints a, a model for us to follow. And so of course, you know, um, our burden and our desire is to make sure that women feel safe and feel protected and, you know, and that and that there's restoration for them. You know what I mean? That there's restoration for for uh, any woman who's been put in a position where she's been made to feel less than human or to feel objectified in any kind of way. So, you know, for us, it's like, man, I, of course, you know, I mean, that's a, a priority for us. And that's something that, um, yeah, I, I mean, again, forgive me. I'm just uh, it all agrees me. You know what I'm saying? It just all agrees me because it's, it's, it's so many people involved other than, you know, whenever we whenever we fail, it affects more than just us. And so it's just like everybody who's affected by our failures. Just, yeah. You know, that's it's always a, a painful, a painful thing. The last question is, uh, as you guys are, are moving ahead with with this tour and, and just with business in general at the label, uh, a lot of people are going to be wanting to pray for you all. Uh, how, what sort of prayers are you hoping for from your friends and your fans right now? Yeah, um, you can pray um, that the Lord would keep us, that the Lord would keep us faithful. Like we, we need him. We are a mess. And that God would give us grace to reflect on this in the ways that we need to, you know, are there things that we need to reflect on in our own lives? Are there things that we need to reflect on in the culture of, uh, of 116? Um, you know, what ways can we continue to try to represent the Lord well and hold each other accountable well and serve our fans and be light in the world well? Um, and then that we would, that this would allow us to lean in and celebrate this gospel even more. You know, I, It'll be uh, amazing to get a chance to get to be all together on stage again. You know, it'll be a chance for us to all come together, reflect on this together, to celebrate the gospel that we all need together. Um, yeah, and that the Lord would give us grace to do that in healthy ways, to process it in healthy ways, to reflect in healthy ways um, so that we can, you know, move forward in, in a healthy way. And I'll, I'll just say, and this is not even like, I'm being honest when I say this in all sincerity, this ain't no tour promo, but. I just need to see faces, man. I need to see that collective sense of like, this is bigger than us. You know, it's like what we started when we initially started 116 and we would be in front of these crowds and it was like our brothers and sisters, like Tripp says, celebrating the gospel. I just, I think I need that encouragement. You know what I'm saying? I need that, that energy and that, 
that celebration of truth. I need that. I'm just being honest. So that's, I think we all do. So I think that's one of the best ways, um, you know, in this season, I think that'd be very encouraging for us all. Just to add to the one thing when you were just saying, you know, in, any thoughts we have for people, um, I, I just want um, to be super clear that we, um, that, that we see you, we value you, and we take very seriously um, any of these kinds of things. And we, we want nothing more than for it to be super clear. We, we don't rock with that. We do not support that. And we don't want there to be any space for any of that. Um, in our space, we want this to be a space where women are loved and valued and supported and lifted up. And we want to do everything we can to um, to live to live in that way. And when even when other people try to keep things a secret that the Lord sees, Lord will walk with you. Um, and as far as we can see um, and help, we, w- we want to walk with you and love on you, too. I did also want to note this after I wrapped this conversation with Lecrae and Trip. I got an email from Trip Lee and, and he wanted to add this as well. He said, quote, when women come to our concerts or interact with us, we want them to be encouraged and blessed, not taken advantage of. There's absolutely no excuse for that. And it grieves me to think anyone has had a different experience. We want to raise the bar on how women are treated and valued in hip hop, not lower it. I think that's one of the things we've been called to, and there's no room for anything else. That was Trip Lee and Lecrae. You can see that interview in full at relevantmagazine.com if you want to share it. Well, before we wrap things up, I want to uh, you know give you a couple of updates, a couple of reminders. Make sure that you check out all the amazing conversations and the winter digital issue of Relevant. We have uh, Shad, Leanne Ford, Zachary Levi, so much more. Denzel Washington, um, Andrew Garfield, Lynn Manuel Miranda <laughs> stacked. Go check it out. It's uh, in the magazine tab. Just click magazine there at relevantmagazine.com. It's free. Also, head over to relevantstore.com and check out our latest merch, our uh, upcoming annual print edition, sweatshirts, podcast fan gear, so much more. Uh, And when you're at Relevant, actually, right there on the homepage, right there on the sidebar of the articles, you can sign up for our daily newsletter where we send you the top five trending articles at Relevant. Just the best of the best. Cream of the crop. Sign up for our newsletter. Man, that list has been growing. There's a lot of people signing up for it for some reason. All right. And make sure to follow Relevant on all the socials to stay up um, on everything we're publishing every day, Facebook, Twitter, uh, and Instagram as well. Okay. On that note, we'll wrap it up. I'm Cameron Strang. I'm Jesse Carey. I'm Jamie Ivey. Derek Miner. All right. We'll see you on Tuesday. Have a great weekend, everyone. listening to the relevant podcast check out our features interviews and news updates every day at relevantmagazine.com and make sure to follow relevant on facebook twitter and instagram for the latest for more great podcasts browse the shows on the relevant podcast network which you can find at our site and while you're there don't miss the all-new era of relevant magazine a new issue releases every other month at relevantmagazine.com I got a storage unit full of dire circumstances if uh, you need a backup. Relevant Podcast Network.